Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William, the Opinion Update. Who, and believe it or not, I'm still positive Chuck Mockler. Hey, no other way to be, buddy. Why not? Reggie Jackson style. <laughs> We're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Yes. There's a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who bring mm -hmm. you Clippers stuff. Five days a week. Whew, some episodes harder than others, but we're coming at you 7 a.m. every day. <laughs> uh, we're going to kick things off talking about the oh, 103 God. to 104 loss to the Suns. My chest still hurts. Um, this was just a difficult one. Uh, I've never been on a roller coaster that only goes down and then spikes immediately up and then just right back down again. I mean, I disagree with you. I think that there was some really good <laughs> stuff uh, to take away from the, that this one, which we will talk about. Sure. We will also talk about what we didn't like, which <laughs> there's quite a bit, and give you a couple of takeaways that we have after everything from that one. Mm -hmm. And then we got a What You Say Wednesday. Every single Tuesday, we put a poll out on Twitter. We want to know what you think about something. This one is all about what you thought of Ty Lue's playoff coaching performance thus far. Curious to see if there would be any changes to this poll after tonight's game. Whew, well, we'll never know because we're never going to ask people again. So. <laughs> <laughs> we will never ask again. Uh, and then in shavings, we got to talk. We got to talk about the history of the Clippers injury reports, like how insane it's been this season. Yes. Uh, and also, Patrick Patterson still getting shots up. Oh, Not doing his the best. Court, still getting shots oh, up. Yeah. You love to see it. All that and more coming up right about now. But first, got to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, if in case you missed it, the Clippers lost 104-103 to the Suns in... I don't in one of the most Clippers history, one of the more rough losses. I don't think that's hyperbole to say. This game was there for the taking in a way that maybe shouldn't have been for how the Clippers played for part of this game, but it was right there. I mean, there. look, man, I, I look at it this way. I, I look at it this way. It was it was hard to take the loss because there, there was opportunities for the taking. Yeah. But, like, this would have been a game that we stole. At the end of the Absolutely. day, we lost, a hard, we lost a close road game. But we might have needed to steal it, which we'll get into in We're the game. we tomorrow. For sure. We get them at home. They're right, we're right where they want them. Um, Ty Lue started this game with adjustments. He... Um, Opted to start, uh, we had Zoo starting, um, Bev, Reggie, PG, um, I believe it was uh, Mook and Zoo. Yes. Which was interesting. I mean, Pat Bev was incredible. Let's, all right, so let's start with what we liked. Um, like, to be in a spot to win this game on free throws, we got, I feel like we can't, we can't not talk about the PG free throws. That's where you want to start with what we liked? We have to start with it because it was kind of a turning point. It was one of the bigger turning points in the game, and he got us to that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 100%. So, Paul George got us the lead in this one, and I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. No one is going to remember that about this performance. Which is so, brutal. Yes, we should Which start. We should start what we liked uh, with this. He had 10 in the fourth. I mean, he came alive late. Look, we're going to talk a little bit more about sort of like, uh, the fatigue of the team overall. Not yeah. making excuses. Nope. Just some things are Just what they are. a very real thing. Uh, and Paul George was also like, he was fighting through like the Suns, like 
The Suns were swarming on him defensively. A lot of credit there. It was very hard for him to get the ball, to get sort of anything going. Uh, So, hell of a fight. Hell of a fight. Hell of a fight. We needed it. It did not, like, to to say that this game just came down to these two free throws, though, is is maybe a little silly. Very silly. Very silly. Um, Patrick Beverly was unbelievable tonight for the Clippers. Yes. He was... Everything that you want Patrick Bravely to be on the defensive end, he helped set the Clippers up with what probably should have been the game-winning possession after chipping the ball off of Booker. Oh, man. With seconds left, it was unbelievable. Had a bloody face multiple times in this game. Oh, yeah. Also, that was a scary collision between him and Booker. Yeah. Um, just this was a master class in Pat Bev basketball. This is how you, th- this is how you muck up a game. Hundred uh, percent, and, I, and like, I, I, I don't mean that in any way. I mean that in like the the highest regard. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you got to slow somebody down when you're a tired. You got to muck something. You got to muck some stuff up. Um, and Bev did it great. And, and you know when we lure teams into our pace, you know it, it usually goes our way. Um, usually it does. Um, <laughs> but uh, this oof. was the best defensive game like that we might get on Booker all series. I hope that's absolutely not necessarily the case. It literally can't be the case, but yes. But Booker was clearly off his game. He yeah. was fouling a lot, almost fouled out in this one. Should we, have fouled out in this one. We made Rats him were letting a lot of stuff go. There was some Booker. very chippy stuff. Like that's what I mean. Like when I say like he was rattled uh, yeah. in this one, he was clearly very frustrated, held him to 31% shooting from the floor. He had seven turnovers on five assists. Um, this was just, this was I, a bad Booker game. I mean, but like I, I'm not saying he was bad. I'm saying the like no, for sure the defense right. was great. Um, Luke Kennard had ten points in the fourth, and the Clippers needed every bit of it. Yeah, the man stayed ready. Um, like he just he came in, he hit shots when the Clippers needed it. Like the Clippers don't get to being able to take the lead on those PG free throws without. I mean, Kennard's fourth. He was plus eight. Like, and we, and I'm not saying like, look, he probably should have taken some more Rondo's minutes, which we'll get into. Might spill into the second segment, but Kennard stayed ready. He definitely and provided some very much needed offense for the Clippers in a game where it didn't feel like it, but we shot 38% from three, which was great. But I mean, we, we needed his spacing. It was, I mean, this was a great, this was a good Kennard game. It was, and I mean, he's one of the bright spots in kind of like the issue that we have with the rotation right now, which yes. is kind of like going to take us into what we didn't like. Uh, we can't run 10 guys and get productive basketball really on the floor Not uh, at for, all. for enough minutes to to win against this caliber of a team. We really can't. Um, one person we can run in this uh, in this rotation is Reggie. Frickin' Jackson. Oh, yeah. Yet again, keeping the Clippers afloat. 19 points, 43% shooting from deep. We needed all of it. Um, let's get into what we didn't like. We got to talk about the eight and oop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's the that's the game. That's yeah. the game right there. There was some jersey holding by DeAndre Ayton. Um, the pass by Jay Crowder, and it pains me to say this, could not have been any better unless it touched the rim. Yeah. Which breaks my heart. I mean, that was that's who Zoo basically had to go against was the rim in that scenario. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's the breaks. 
Like it's tough because Mon they got the extra time out with the review on the last possession that helped Monty Williams draw it up. Credit to Monty Williams, but God damn, did it hurt? Yeah, yeah, that one really hurts. I think I'm bleeding inside my chest. Um, yeah, just the ability to throw where it would otherwise be like a, a goaltending situation on an inbounds pass. It's a one in a million pass. I mean, it's 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 a beautiful play drop i mean it's it's great it's, it's and they brilliant. only got that time because they reviewed that call yeah they didn't have a timeout yeah. um we also couldn't stop anything around the rim before the hoop no no um we got outscored in the paint 30 to 60 yeah um which was a little bit rough like but like you said the three-point shooting was able to kind of keep us in this one i mean the biggest thing like with with both the scoring and the paint and just, I, I mean, some of the performance from, from our guys I'm going to talk about, but like the cumulative fatigue uh, has just kind of caught up with, and like, with everyone. Look, Reggie Jackson said it's not an excuse. People on Twitter are saying it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse, but it's a factor. It's a factor. I'm, and like, once again, that's not the only reason they lost this game. There were They had their own issues with execution. But uh, I mean, look, I, you know, it was clearly affecting Paul George. I mean, he, he really struggled to stay in front of his man. Campaign uh, blew Roasted him. Everybody. Too. Yeah. Why the fuck can we not stop campaign? This is not a discredit to campaign. No. He has been <laughs> unbelievable in the bubble. He's been great for the Suns. For the neutral fan or the Suns fan? Also, just a wonderful story. I hate story. the neutral fan at this point. How what, about that? But what a wonderful story sure. for a player. I'm going to love this story in three weeks. Um <laughs> I mean, 19 to 24, 29 points. He was our highest score. Why can we not stay in front of campaign? Really, really Tyler difficult. Tyler talked about how we were going to see PG on Booker more in this game. That didn't happen. I didn't want... I, Dude, he could you see the way Paul George was playing out there? Right yeah. Now. Um, uh, no, no, no. I, another huge factor like that, that goes into fatigue or just whatever is what is going on with the tomb. We needed him in a close game. He played only 15 minutes. Uh, if look, you, if you it, can't play 30, if he and man, Terrence man only got what 19, it was not a lot of minutes. It was, I'm looking at it right now. It's 19 minutes. Terrence man and Nick Batum playing 19 minutes is a recipe for the Clippers to lose. It is. But and look, I, I know I'm positive Chuck Mockler, but those are the two of the most positive damn players we have on this team. And we need them to be substantial contributors in this playoff front. I mean, it's kind of like I alluded to earlier, like we had to run 10 guys tonight I don't know. I mean, the injury report certainly isn't telling us anything about. Oh, the, we're going to talk about the, the injury about, about the reasons for that. So uh, it it is an issue though. Like we can't run ten deep. I I thought uh, coming into this game, like the the biggest key was going to be sort of the ability to shorten the rotation down to eight guys, um, and you can keep you know positive contributors on the floor there for the longest amount of time. We're going to talk about it more um, in that next segment, but. Just uh, just a pretty rough loss. Real quick, how are we feeling? We got a day to stew on this. I, I got to be real. Like it, it like I said, it's been it, a little doom and gloom, which I apologize for. It hurts. You know, like it, it hurts just in the way that we lost this one. But in the bigger picture, like, yes, it, it's not great to be down 0-2, but like we lost two hard-fought road games. Yeah. It is what it is. Let's let's bring the energy back to Staples. Let's take care of home court, and like we can still make this anybody's ball game. It's still doable. Yeah, it's very much still doable. Um, coming up, we're gonna be talking more kind of just uh, 
what we didn't like, as well as the What You Say Wednesday poll about Tyloo. But first, got to give another shout out to the Locker Room app. Uh, it is the only live audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. You can talk to us sometimes, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. I'm sure it was a very fun time for Suns fans on there today. Not so much for Clippers fans. Locker Room is a free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Start or join ongoing conversations. Watch games together. React to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Talk with other sports fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. Join in on conversations with the whole Lockdown Network and have a chance to be featured on podcasts. That's awesome. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Follow at NBA to be notified when the rooms go live. Come to Locker Room with your spiciest takes. Okay, so we're back with What You Say Wednesday. Uh, and, I mean, we just want to know... How would you rate Ty Lue's playoff coaching performance so far? This was taken before game two. Yes. If this would have factored in anyone's decision. Um, Yeah. We kind of knew how this one was going to go. And this was after, you know, a little bit after watching what happened with um, Philadelphia and Doc Rivers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's look at how we feel about Ty Lue. Just kind of a bit of a where we at check. Yeah. Um, The options were love it, meh, and needs work. We knew where this one was going. Love it won with 88% of the votes. Meh, third place with 5%, needs work with a hefty 7%. Wow. In in what would be in this poll. But also, funnily enough, no one who said needs work commented as to why. Gotcha. So they're cowards, (laughs) um, which checks out. Um, Where are you at in this poll? Oh, man. So... Overall, I gotta say, love it. Um, I've had overall. I think is the key word. Yeah, I, yeah. Overall, I gotta say, love it. But I, I have had some issues in the first two games of of both the last series and this one with some of the rotation stuff. And I know that some of it is, you know, some of it is just you gotta deal with the hand that you're dealt. Um, yeah. So I don't know how much I can put that on Tyler. So I, 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 I gotta lean love it. I still got to lean love it. I got to lean love it too. We're in the Western Conference Finals for the first time in uh, team history. So that I think that skews my my vote a bit. Yeah, yeah, that'll swing um, it. But there are some legitimate... So here's the thing. There's, and and there's this leads into what we didn't like. Look, we know there's head scratchers. Luke Kennard, someone who should have had more time in game two, specifically. Yeah, they just, they didn't... I would not want to see more Luke Kennard minutes if it's out there with like a four guard lineup. But so here's the thing is this goes into what we didn't like in the last segment because I didn't have enough time to talk about this. I literally moved We're done with what we didn't like. No, we're talking about Rajon Rondo. (laughs) Okay. And that's something that we don't like with Ty Lue. Yeah. He gives the man too many minutes. Like he will probably see the floor in game three. Yeah, he will. He should not. He's bringing... Nothing other than, wow, he made that three to the Clippers. He's not initiating the offense. He's not he playing. Assists? <laughs> no, I, I agree. Uh, I, he's I, not I, initiating the offense. He's not playing any kind of defense at all. He's really having a hard, a hard time out there, yeah. And it's just like he's letting the shot clock go down eight or nine seconds before starting to get some, we were told that he was supposed to open the offense up more. Yeah. This was supposed to be a thing with 
It doesn't matter who's out there. He can get these things done. He's not getting anything done for the Clippers. Yeah, even when he's on the floor with like, I mean, two or three kind of dead-eye three-point shooters. The <laughs> ball is stopping. Yeah. It makes no goddamn sense. Like, and it's yeah, weird from a Rondo perspective. Because, like, I know that, like, I'm not the biggest Rondo fan, but I know that he can be better than this. Yeah, agreed. agreed. The ball stopping is just, fun, like, it's unbelievable. Um yeah, sometimes, well, like, when we went to that all-bench lineup initially in that There was a four-guard lineup with just Zoo out there, and it, like, oh, my the, God. I mean, like, I, I I know that it's hard even for him to, like, sort of get things going, but, like, that was the worst stretch of offense There's uh, no in spacing. the entire game. Like, there was no spacing because, like, no one cares about Rondo shooting. Yeah. And that's the thing. He makes these threes, which you watch, and you're like, sick, great. Like, the, it still doesn't feel good. Yeah. You know I mean, they saying? left us with the... We we took the shot that the, the team on the floor was willing to give us. Exactly. Is 100%. what it feels like. You live with Rondo making threes with the other team. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like when we're fans of the game, we're saying, oh, the DeAndre Ayton uh, mid-range pull-up. Yeah. yeah, we'll take that yeah. shot. He was way too comfortable. We got to figure <laughs> that out in game three. Um, Kyle Hampton says the Rondo decisions make me say meh. And this was even before game two. Yeah. Um, so that's something. Um, like we know that the rotation has to be eight guys. We know that, but this, this is an existential question. Literally, can it be eight guys? So here's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Based on like, <laughs> here's the thing also with the eight guys thing is it's eight guys assuming you can play Marcus Morris who played only 24 right. minutes in this That one. goes into my question with, like, can we? He was, you know, the worst starter from a plus-minus perspective and just a, an uh, eye overall. perspective. He of took a, two threes. Any, any perspective you want to take, he was taking some of the worst shots in this game. It seemed like... Credit it, to the well, you, defense. You brought up, too, that that was something that he kind of fell into when he was, like, out of shape slash a little bit injured to start the season. Um, you know, he was taking those really bad. And they like, missed front rim. Yeah. And, and he, in the second half. He was taking those really bad mid-rangers. He played six minutes in the second half. He's not, he's nowhere near 100%. No. He can't be. Yeah. Um, he did, however, play more in the second half than Terrence Mann. Which I, that. A little baffling. A little baffling right there. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Um... Yeah, I I don't the rotation. This remember is, last game, like in the last series though, like Terrence Mann was quote unquote out, out of, of the rotation. rotation, right? So like I I don't know. I guess that's the only thing that's been frustrating is I I just don't see sometimes why we're making the same mistakes in in some of these instances, right? There was also there was a pregame quote from Ty Lue saying that Terrence or that Luke Kennard was going to play a bunch in the second half. He did play thirteen minutes in the second half. So and that's we needed good. it. Um, he was plus nine in the second. How half. much more do you want him to play in the second half in thirteen minutes? I want him to play three of Rajon Rondo's eight minutes and thirty seconds more. You want we can have for sixteen minutes in the second half? Yeah, because that means Rajon Rondo only gets five. <laughs> Is that that doesn't seem that crazy? Rajon Rondo's been bad for the Clippers. Um, Ohio's rejoicing at what I'm saying right now. Rick Devine had a great take on this poll. He said, I kind of think there should have been a fourth category 
frustrated at times with his fuel out methods, but overwhelmingly happy with his results. That's you know what that I, shout that, out Rick that, Devine. That, you know what Rick Devine that nails it. That's that's actually perfect. Yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at. Where it's like react like uh, Davey Newbauer said, his approach of reacting to what the other team does is cost us a couple of games. It's been great to see the adjustments, but I wish Ty would be more proactive in these early games. And this is so the proactive in the early games thing holds a lot more like like credence with me for every series other than this one versus the Suns. And I base that, and I know that I might get yelled at or whatever for this. I base that strictly on the wonky schedule and on Kawhi being unexpectedly unavailable. Yeah. And like, it's just this thing of like, so no surge, no Kawhi. So there's two starters down. Yeah. Then Mook gets this knock. And then it's like, what the hell are the rotations supposed to be? No, I mean, like, that, that's what sucks. I, like, that's the thing that's so frustrating, too, is that, like, it's, uh, you know, he's he's working with the, the the hand that he has. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. We are in the t- we are in the Western Conference Finals. First time. Yeah. Feels pretty. Da- that feels pretty damn good. We've also we haven't talked about this very much on this pod, but. If any other Clippers fan feels this way, please tweet at us at Locked On Clips or at Charles Mocker at Will Updike. Have you even had? Have you been able to properly process what it means as a Clippers fan that we're in the Western Conference Finals? Oh, not at all. No shame if you haven't, because I haven't, because it's been a whirlwind of games. I haven't even. I'm gonna really understand what Terrence Mann did in Game Six in a week and a half. Want to feel old? That was on Friday. <laughs> Yeah, that does make me feel old. Um, it's just been a whirlwind. Thanks to everyone who voted in the poll over at Lockdown Clips. Um, it's insane that that was on Friday. It makes no goddamn sense. Coming up, we're going to be talking um, things we're not going to miss uh, about the Clippers' <laughs> injury reports. As well as Patrick Patterson is doing his thing. But first, Will, if I were to eat a protein bar, what protein bar would you suggest I eat? This is charades, two words, uh, first word built, second word bar. Ah, uh, yes. Built Bar, of course. Nailed it! Uh, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market, and the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious than before. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors for those with allergies. The six new flavors include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Wow. Ooh, yummy! The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. But best of all, they're healthy. Built Bars are great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, they're low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. And right now, we have a very special offer for our listeners. For a limited time, you can get a free cooler with purchase. Wait, a limited time or a limited drop? Very limited drop. This Porque is very, no <laughs> This is very exclusive. Only while supplies last. You're going to want to get on it. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now that you're proteined up, throw some money down. Grow up. Uh, bet only on bet on a f- full stomach. Only bet on a full stomach. Uh, bet on only buy a house on a full stomach. Only bet on a full stomach. That's what they say. Only and bet the house on a full stomach. There you go. And you should only bet at Bet Online, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, football might be over, but the NBA playoffs are in full swing. And ooh, are we stressed about it? Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's crazy. You might be able to bet on some freaking cartoons for all we know. 
Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's at betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON, all cap letters, one word, for your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so we're back with shavings. We got to talk about these we're Clippers just, injury reports. We're just airing some grievances at this point. Yeah. I... Uh, I am furious at how this team does injury reports. Oh, yeah. I have been for probably two seasons. Yes. Marcus Morris, not on the injury report at all. Then randomly a game-time decision. Game-time decision. Then he played. Also seems like he might be out not on the injury report tomorrow, today, if you're listening to this, and then will probably be a game-time decision. Serge Ibaka still listed on the injury reports with being out for back surgery, <laughs> despite the team officially announcing that he's done for the season. Yeah. Is there a character minimum they have to meet on these? <laughs> like, why is he on there? Yes. What is... Why do we think the Clippers and are And how likely? long was he questionable? I Okay, so this is going to... He was, like, doubtful, and then didn't he get upgraded at one point to questionable when Dude. he, like... It, it had to have been clear that he was going to get surgery. We can, we are, probably will do a whole episode on this, but why was there these weird videos of him like working out post game right before he needed surgery? Why did he play that half of the why game did after he, play that he came? Half the game? After he came back from injury, like, it's just like the Clippers have come such a long way since the most of their history. Yeah, but the unspoken times medicinally. They have not done well. Yeah. We talked about this. No fan should know the name of the head trainer. Yeah. You should be blissfully unaware of who the head trainer is on your favorite sports team. Or very aware because you're like, this fool is the best doctor in the world. Yeah. But that is not the situation with the Clippers and who our head trainer is. Um, I'm just tired of it. Figure it out. Keep Kawhi on there because we need the updates, and those are the only updates we're going to be getting. Yeah. Which, there was kind of this weird, like, woes, like, side report pregame before game two, talking about how the Clippers were not expecting um, Kawhi back for the majority of the Western Conference Finals. Kind of already known information. Mm-hmm. Not that surprising. Yeah. I don't think. Right? Like... I mean, look, the like, if it if it is a sprain... Um, which the team is reporting it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, that's probably a two-week timeline, right? Yeah. Like, game five is, I think, what, what would that be on? Uh, it is one week tomorrow. That'd be one, damn. It is so one game week five tomorrow. would be two weeks, almost. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Six seems like the soonest. The yeah. soonest yeah. that you could bring... Kawhi Leonard back with a knee sprain, but that doesn't seem like something that he would necessarily be into. Rightfully so, based yeah. on his injury history. I mean, it, it just depends. And and here's the thing, like, if if he determines, along with his team, his personal team, not the Absolutely. organization's no, training staff, yeah. uh, that he is ready to come back, uh, at, you know, even if it's at a somewhat reduced capacity, then, hey, we'll take it. Um, but if they don't come to that decision, then... You know, I don't think it's worth rushing him out. I think, I don't know, man. You just look at the history of the playoffs and, like, I will never forget the KD injury. Oh. Like, it's, like, seared into my mind Yeah, and forever. you know what? We need Kawhi Leonard for the long run. Yeah. We need him to come back for, 
hopefully long term. Look with the the way that Windows or one on one. I didn't the, mean to do that in a, in a really scary way. The way that Windows work, you know, in in NBA, they're they're so narrow. Uh, and we did make it this far. So like it, it has been. We're here. We know that it We're can here. be successful. For sure. Um, but the issue is like if we lose Kawhi for a full another season or half another season due to coming back too soon. Oh, I, I don't mean, even like, think that's a possibility. Oof. I hope it's oof. fine. It's going to be fine. It's, it's going to be fine. Um, moving on. Patrick Patterson destroyed someone on Twitter. Always a good time. Love it. Um, he tweeted at the NBA asking why Atlanta got two days of rest. Some nobody, quote, tweeted it and said, how many minutes have you played in this year's playoffs? Patrick Patterson said, same amount as you, but my check is bigger. (laughs) Sure enough. Yikes. (laughs) Oof. Good luck, buddy. That's a hat tip and a keep on doing what you're doing thing. Good to see he's staying ready both on and off the court. I love it. Love it. I love it. Patterson. And finally, Clippers fans. We've been here before. It's up too. It's time to rise up. Yeah. You know what the only answer is? Bringing it. You merely adopted O2. We were born Oh, in it. we've been <laughs> doing it. Oh, man. I cannot wait to see what Staples looks like for game three. Yeah. They're going to be absolutely hyped up. We're hopefully going to be in the capacity. Game. Full capacity. Let's get it. The Clips need you. Yeah. The Clippers need you. We need each other right now. You will be the first Clippers fans at a Western Conference final ever. A hundred percent. Be hyped. Yes. Rock the Clippers gear the day you're listening to this. Rock the Clippers gear the day of the games. Let's show the support. We're here. We've been here before. And you know what happened? We won the damn series. Yeah. Let's freaking go, Clips. Thursday's episode. Preview of Clippers vs. Suns Game 3. Thirsty Thursday, which we'll have a whole bunch of content for. And of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, Will, where can these people tell their very dedicated United States Postal Service worker to listen to us if they want something to listen to while they really help us out with a good service. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Clippers. It works. It's great. As we mentioned up top, we do come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We do. We'd love to have your listen. We absolutely would. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.